Blog Talk Radio. Rob Morrow with the blues. Julia Del Palacio with San Jorocho and the Marias with a song that will melt your heart. It's all here today on Music Friday Live. Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America. It's Music Friday Live, brought to you by MySanFelipeVacation.com. Well, for the time of your life on the Sea of Cortez, that's where you go. We'll talk about that a little later. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, and you can call them, 347 215 511 or email us musicfridaylive at gmail.com well while we're waiting for our first guest rob morrow we're going to play a little bit of his music now i bet you didn't know that rob morrow the actor director television star also also has oh wait a minute here he is here he is rob morrow hello Hello, hi, welcome to Music Friday Live. I understand you're releasing a new single. Yeah, the new new face, which uh, <laughs> just dropped today, and uh, we're really excited about it. Um, it's a fun song. I, I co-wrote it with my my partner colleague uh, Carlos Calvo, and um, it's a fun song. So uh, I hope people dig it. Well, we're going to play a, a, a 30 seconds or so of it uh, in a minute. But, uh, um, you know, I bet there's people out there in our audience who do not know that you are a blues man as well as an actor and a director. When did you start playing the guitar? Well, you know, I started playing the guitar in my 20s. I started playing the drums when I was even around five or six. And then I, in my 20s, as I was struggling to be an actor, I had a lot of time on my hands and I just had this little epiphany where I knew I could either spend my time in bars getting drunk or I could take up something. And I love music and I, you know, I love to sing really is the thing. And I wanted to be able to accompany myself. So I started, so I took a couple of years worth of lessons and then that was it. I just kept a guitar with me wherever I was. And the great thing about doing movies and TV shows is you have a lot of time, downtime, you know? And so I always have a guitar with me in my trailer and over the years I just got better and better. And then, you know, went through different times of, of getting, you know, taking lessons and getting more focused. And, uh, it's just a part of me now. Uh, I bet everybody <laughs> else on the set just loves the fact that, that you have a guitar with you. Do you ever entertain I sometimes? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I imitate people, but, but, you know, I think it's, it's, Certain sets of people love it because people, a lot of people love to sing. So we have like sing-alongs, and there's usually someone else with a guitar. Guys on the crew always have guitars, so during lunch we'll we'll, we'll jam together in the back of the truck. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fun. Well, I have heard you live, and I I want our audience to know that you have very serious guitar chops, um, and ah, thanks. your band is first class. They are, it's a crackerjack band. Uh, how long has the band been together? We've been together about four or five years, I guess. Um, we just lost our drummer, though. He's moving to Australia, which is a bummer because he's a great guy, Sam Aliano. So we're in the process of finding a new drummer. But, um, yeah, we've been playing for a while. And, and, and Carlos and I, it's really, Carlos and I are the main, you know, it's the band is called Rob Marl Band featuring Carlos Calvo. Um, and the only reason it's not called Rob and Carlos is because I'm just more well-known. So it, it helps us for marketing and stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, we go out a lot, he and I, just, just myself, you know, just he and I and play acoustic sets. And, or sometimes we'll add just a cajon player. And, um, you know, we, and then depending on the gig, you know, we'll fill it out with as much as, you know, five or six other pieces. Well, I want to uh, play a little bit of that new single uh, so our audience gets an idea of what we're talking about here. So this is uh, a little bit of the new, new face.
I, I love it. That it's it, it's what I call listenable. It's one of those things you just want to you know put on the top of your playlist and listen to over and over again. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we call it funky soul and uh, 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 you know soulful rock. Um, you know, funky pop and soulful rock. It's got and it's got a little bot. This particular piece has a little bossa nova thing going on in it. I caught that. I caught that too. That, that's that's where the the hypnotic uh, addictive rhythm comes from. And let me just remind people that the song is now out. It's available everywhere. It's on Spotify and Amazon's and iTunes, wherever you you can buy stream uh, buy or stream your music. Now I understand you've got three live dates coming up in Los Angeles. You're going to be at Rock the Cure, and then you've got a gig at Bogies. What is Rock yeah. the Cure? Rock the Cure is a there's a, an organization called the Tribe. Um, uh, this guy Kevin Walks, who uh, is a musician, um, made a lot of money in um, after uh, in the beauty supply business, and it you know just decided to gather all the musicians he knew and do these benefits a couple times a year to raise money for different charities, sometimes for homeless, um, and. Uh, it's it's an extraordinary group because it's just everyone de- donates their time and in in the case of these gigs at the El Rey coming up next week, you know there's like a 17 piece band every all kinds of you know horns and every every instrumentation you could imagine and uh, all these great singers come out and sing and so I'm gonna sing um, there's a great song that I love a blood sweat and tears song called You Make Me So Happy. You made me so very happy. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. It's a great song, and you know it's got this great brass line going through it. And so, um, it, for me to be able to go up and and do something that's you know helpful for people, but to be able to sing with a band of that quality is just like a no brainer. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Music Friday Live is going to be there on Friday. Uh, the 22nd, and that's at the El Rey Theater. That's on Wilshire Boulevard in, in Midtown Los Angeles, right down from Museum Row. Get your tickets online now. Uh, you've also got a gig coming up at Bogies in, in Westlake Village. That's July 15th. Is that just going to be you and your band sort of up close and personal? Yeah, yeah, that's our band, and uh, it's a great venue. Um, it's out in Westlake, so it's a little far for people, but it's it's such a cool vibe. It's a great place to go and have dinner, hang out. You can actually smoke cigars there. It's one of the last places in the world <laughs> uh, that you can do that. And um, and the room's great, and the people are great, so uh, I hope people come out and we'll, we'll give them a good time. Will you be smoking a cigar? You know, I, I possibly might after. You know, I, t- I can't do it that much, but every once in a while, I like to. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, like I say, I have seen you play up close and personal, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm going to uh, make sure that uh, we, we uh, let our audience know both now and late and uh, going through the month about the, the show at Bogies because I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Rob, thank you so much for calling in, and I'm going to see you at Rock the Cure. Thank you so much. Make sure you come and say hi, and I appreciate your support, and uh, have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Well, if you're in L.A., don't forget, check out Rock the Cure. That's June 22nd and 23rd. It's at the El Rey Theater on Wilshire Boulevard, right down from all the the museums, and and all the construction's gone now, too, so you can get through there. The metro has been built, at least in that part of the in that part of the city. Rob's going to be playing along with too many other stars to list here. So just go to the website, rockthecurela.com and get your tickets. And then also put on your, your, um, your calendar, June 15th, uh, June 15th at bogeys. I know it's it's Westlake village. And also if you live in the West side or central Los Angeles, or if you're coming in and you're vacationing from someplace else, you're catching a little bit of our sunshine here. It's a little bit outside, but, but bogeys is one of the superb venues and really it is up close to the person. They get to hang around and talk with the, the musicians, including rock Morrow. So uh, Rob Morrow. So, uh, be there. Well, we have to take a break now and welcome in our affiliates. Um, so let me remind everybody, I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here at Music Friday Live. And hi to our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. And, you know, if you have questions or comments for our guests, call us, 347-215-7511, or email your questions, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, if you're listening to us on a podcast, you can still email questions to our guests. We'll forward them. 
um, and they can reply directly to you. We have another guest coming up, but I interviewed our next guest, Julia Del Palacio, earlier this week. So the interview was not live. Don't call in, but you can email questions and we will forward them on. So here she is. She's going to talk about the, she is the Son, Son Horocho Triple Threat. Our first guest today is one of those remarkable people who can excel in three fields simultaneously, in her case, history, music, and arts administration. Dr. Julia Del Palacio is a Ph.D. historian, a vocalist, a dancer, a band leader, and an administrator on the staff of the renowned Kufferberg Center for the Arts at Queens College in Brooklyn. Well, today we're going to focus mostly on her music and dancing as part of the New York-based Horocho band Radio Horocho and Sinin Seferino. And we're going to talk about their latest album, Rios Norte y Sur, released last month. But as I think we'll see, music unites all of her talents and endeavors, especially the Horocho music from Veracruz and the Zapateado dance that goes with it, which she does. So I think that she is the best person to guide us through the magic of Horocho music and the album that uh, the band produced. Welcome to Musica Fusion LA segment of Music Friday Live. Thank you for having me. Well, Julia, there there is so much to talk about. The the new album, your path to becoming a triple threat, uh, your work with uh, Zanine Zaffarino, uh, and of course your own work at the, the Kufferberg Center for the Arts. But since this is a music program and we only have 23 minutes, I want to begin with music, and to do that, I think we probably need to bring some of our audience up to speed on Jorocho music. So can you give us the elevator explanation of what Son Jorocho is and why it's so magic? Absolutely. So Son Jorocho is a traditional music from southern Cruz, Mexico, and it's a mix of Spanish, indigenous Mexican, and Afro-Caribbean and West African rhythms. And it's been around for a good 300 years. It really um, came about through the confluence of the different cultures that um, came together when the Spaniards arrived into the Americas. So it's an, it's an old genre, and it's a very rich one, too. Well, one of the hallmarks of San Jorocho is the donkey jawbone. Uh, do you get to play the jawbone, or does somebody else in the band get to have that fun? Well, we actually, uh, most of us do at one point or the other. But, yeah, uh, the donkey jawbone responsibility falls on me sometimes and a lot of the times on Chenin, who is, uh, besides being a master harana uh, player and poet and improviser, he's also a master donkey jawbone player for sure. Okay, and I and for those in our audience who've never seen a San Jorocho band, you you really need to and and watch for the the uh, the donk, the donkey jawbone. It's um and actually I play something kind of similar the the huero, but it's not nearly as much fun. Well, I want to uh. <laughs> all right. I, I want to give our uh, audience a sample of what you're talking about. So we're gonna play a little bit of uh, Chile's Verdes from the new album Rios Norte y Sur. Here it comes. like a traditional song, uh, a love song. Um, and in the, the first verse, roughly translated in English, it says, 
When you do not see me, you feel I live on your left side, that I am the wind, that I bite the hair on your forehead. What's mm-hmm. the context? What, what that gives meaning to those words? Well, um, it is indeed a traditional song. It's a very old song from the, um, you know, the colonial period, the Baroque period in uh, Veracruz. And it was sort of discovered uh, from the archives by um, Antonio Garcia de Leon, who's a, an incredible historian and also Son Jarocho lover, and who's done a lot of research on Son Jarocho music in general and, and, and culture from Veracruz in general. And um, he, well, brought this song back to life, so to speak. And uh, many different Sokarocha ensembles have played it, have recorded it. This one in particular, the verses, the poetry, um, is original by Senen, which um, I think, well, it makes it, well, uh, very, I mean, to me, very wonderful because he's he's an incredible poet. And so, yeah, he wrote these verse, um, well, I mean, it's hard to know exactly what he meant, but to me, like you said, it's a love song, and so it's like when when I'm not there, you can feel me in your heart, and you can feel me in the wind, and you can feel me pretty much, you know, anywhere you go because I I am right there, and I might be touching your hair, I might be touching your shoulder, um, that sort of thing, and and that's what Chiles Verdes is about. It's about somebody who is longing for somebody else. Okay. Uh, we have a, a saying around the studio here that uh, poetry is not dead. We just call it lyrics now. And that is certainly an example of that. Um, the instrument behind you, you mentioned the uh, harana earlier. Is that the harana we're listening to? Uh, the the very first, like the introduction? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's actually a fiorbo, which is a very interesting uh string instrument um, it's huge from the baroque period and we included it one of our musicians carlos puestas is talented uh plot instrumentalist and so he plays you know classical guitar he plays um well obviously requinto and and leona from the Carocho tradition but he also plays this uh baroque instrument and so if you go on our instagram at radio Jarocho, you'll be able to see photos of, of that instrument and so it was interesting to sort of bring it as part of the of the song because it is a baroque song so we figured it, it would be a good fit Okay, well, I recommend everybody do that after the show today, okay? Uh, I, I want to play a cut from the album's uh, first song to give people a sample of your feet. Here is uh, El Palomo. Are you on a kind of a, an amplified uh, wooden platform? Exactly. We use the tarima. Okay, the tarima. All right. Well, Jorocho mm-hmm. uh, has a, a long history with Africa and with Spain, and I, I think that shows up in the dancing. Uh, um, now, as uh, what my, my uh, Latino friends call a chalanga, a woman from Mexico City, how did you learn the Afro-Cuban Spanish dance of Veracruz, which is on the other side of the country? Oh, that's a that's a great question. I always love to answer this question uh, because I always say that uh, Son Carocho, my love for Son Carocho is the longest lasting love relationship that I've had because ever since I saw women dance Son Carocho about, 
uh, almost 20 years ago, I said, that's it. I have to learn how to do this. I cannot go another day without learning. I knew the music. I knew the traditional song Jarocho before, but I had never seen the dancing. And so I went to a fandango, which is a traditional celebration where song Jarocho is played. And they were there were the women dancing in the tarifa. And I just fell in love. And, you know, the love had just grown stronger and so I just you know started learning uh, a lot from the elder uh, dancers and you know here I am and and we're glad you are um, a you. central figure uh, in uh, Radio Horocho as you mentioned earlier is Zinin uh, 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 Zafarino and he grew up in a celebrated family of traditional musicians and indigenous Mexican and Afro uh, American uh, heritage so I, we know how he learned, right? Yeah, uh, did, sure. how, Right, it's sort of passed down. How did you meet him, and how did he come to Radio uh, Jarocho, or was he always there? Well, no. I mean, he he's always a present. He has been a presence in the Son Jarocho world for a long, long time. Um, and he, in Radio Jarocho, uh, pretty much just listened to his recordings with the group Chuchumbed and with the group Gemayama, and, you know, he's a sort of a legend of the Son Jarocho tradition. And so he was visiting New York City in 2015, and I got to meet him. We, Radio Jarocho, had, you know, a gig planned for that weekend, let's say, and I just told him, like, hey, master, would you like to maybe join my little band to, you know, play some music? And he said yes, and, and we hit it right off, and we've been collaborating ever since. He appreciates the opportunity to actually, you know, get out of Veracruz, get out of Mexico uh, for a while and work here in the United States. Um, and then he, when he gets cold up here, he just goes back down like the birds. <laughs> okay. I understand that one. Um, yeah. You know, interesting enough, Radio Aroto um, describes itself as combining the traditional music of Veracruz with the sound of urban New York. Is he the traditional music, and you are the sound of urban New York? Well, at this point, I think we we are all everything. I mean, I feel like yes, he brought in, you know, uh, of course, a, a very big part of the tradition. I mean, we were a band that was formed in New York City. Um, many of the, or some of the members actually learned Son Jarocho in New York City. They're from Mexico, Mexico, but they didn't know uh, traditional Son before in New York and so basically we are like a New York band and so when and we started working with Chanen we had to kind of you know relearn a lot of things that he brought with him from the roots from the tradition and so that was a very interesting uh, process but at the same time Chanen himself well he has played with many types of musicians or of musicians of many styles and um, he you know is glad to you just collaborate and learn new rhythms, learn new things from, from musicians in New York. But he contributed quite a bit to that more, what we say, urban sound. But not only that, he also wrote pretty much all of the lyrics for the, for the album. And many of the songs talk about New York in one way or the other. Some are more evident than others, like La Vieja, for example, that talks about Brooklyn and Queens and Manhattan. And then others that it's more of a, you know, a, more like a poetic um, speech, like he talks about the water, you know, and he, the, the album is a lot about the connections in the water, on the water between Veracruz and New York. So I think that at this point we are sort of like a, a band that's both things. Interesting. Okay, very interesting. And, and that's why the, part of the reason why the music is so exciting. And, and one of the songs, actually, it's got a lot of exciting songs. There's a song in there that, I, that really gets me going. And I want to play a little bit of uh, Cotoritos. Con esos versitos que te han de gustar 
Este lindo sanecito con esos besitos que te han de gustar. Vamos a empezar con versos para el mar. Vamos a empezar con versos para el mar. En el mar de María con la marea juega marena. En el mar de María con la marea juega marena. Ella lleva la lluvia, yo le llevo la luna llena. Ella lleva la lluvia, yo le llevo la luna llena. You know, your singing in that is, is so rapid. It, it approaches rap. Can you give us a little insight into the meaning of that song? I mean, I can translate the words, but I'm not quite sure what they really mean without context. Um, yeah, um, we're not sure either, actually. Uh, well, no, I mean, we do know. Um, so Senen wrote that song. It's, a, it's an original composition by Senen, uh, Los Cotorritos, which means little parrots. And so it's basically, you know, it's a song that was initially thought out for like a children's song. And the idea is that uh, the singer, you know, says a phrase and then the, the cotorritos, the little parrots have to repeat it. You know how people teach little parrots how to speak. Um, and, you know, in Mexico, as in many other parts of Latin America, it's very common to have little uh, cotorritos in your home. And so Senan wrote about that, and so he made it a little bit of a tongue twister. And so towards the end of the song, he just says, Recoge el remo Ramiro porque en la enramada ya rima Ramón. And it doesn't really mean anything. It just supposed to be a tongue twister. It's always fun to play it live because we make the audience try to repeat it, and it's always <laughs> fun to see what they come up with. I, I was going to say that's easy for you to say, right? Oh, well, it took me six months to learn it or something. <laughs> okay, all right. I feel better now. You, you know, speaking of rap and, and, and uh, so Jorocho, there's an L.A. band, um, a, a Jorocho band called Las Cafeteras, um, mm-hmm. uh, who not only use the Zapateado, but they often come with a full uh, danza folkloric troupe and rap and hip-hop and some pretty potent political messages in Spanish and English. Does Radio yes. Jarocho ever slip in political messages or work with dance organizations? Um, well, we we definitely have worked with dance organizations um, in both folkloric and not so much. A couple of years ago, we did a collaboration with the Washington Ballet, which was really interesting. And, um, and you know, I, I've done you know, training flamenco and done some, you know, other genres as well. And so we're always open to kind of exploring new things and seeing new dancing and seeing um, a, a lot of that. And in terms of the political message, we tend to, um, you know, maybe talk more sort of poetically about that. Like we are an, a band of immigrants here in the United States and especially in states, to um, be careful with what you say, especially, you know, if, if some other people... Um, I, I just have to say that we talk a lot about our the fact that we are all far away from that we um, love our roots, uh, that, but that we also love the place where we are now and that we become part of the cultural fabric of the U.S., of New York and the U.S., and we're basically there to stay. We're not much sort of like outspoken about, you know, very specific topics, okay. but it's more like, hey, we're here, you know? Okay, okay. all right. I, I got it. Um, it's really, you, you said you always like to see new things. Uh, uh, Las Cafeteras is actually going to be in your part of the world. They're going to be at the uh, Gold Sounds Bar in Brooklyn um, July 21st, so... If you have a chance to go see them, they're lots of fun, and say hi for me because they're all good friends of mine, and I think you'll enjoy it. Um, we have time for one more song, but uh, first I want to ask you a little bit about Jarocho and Academia. Uh, there are several organizations here in Los Angeles where I am that do research and teach uh, Jarocho. Um, the Institute for Contemporary Art, the LA, uh, the, rather the La Pena Center, there's programs at UCLA and Occidental College. Does the um, Cooperberg Center or other institutions in New York offer programs or research on uh, San Rocho? 
Uh, well, I I was saying um, the Son Jarocho community in New York is fairly young. I mean, we in Radio Jarocho, we started, um, you know, playing Son Jarocho, organizing fandangos about only 10 years ago. And then, you know, the community has grown thanks to other people who, you know, organizers and community, uh, people who are community building. And so... Um, we haven't sort of like reached the the academic aspect of Son Jarocho quite yet with institutions, but there are definitely, um, for example, now the Coverver Center for the Arts is co-producing a theater play based on Sanense Ferino's uh, children's book called Songoro Bailongo. And it's a book that talks about animals who transformed into musical instruments of the Son Jarocho tradition. And the uh, this new play sort of takes a little turn and talks about a girl from Queens, New York, who is grappling with her, you know, identity as, you know, the daughter of immigrants in New York and um, how to keep her roots alive, but at the same time how to, you know, live every day in a, you know, in a town that requires you to adapt to certain things, et cetera. And so it's interesting to work with the institutions. I mean, obviously we appreciate the support and now, you know, I think we're, we're, we're going to get there to a point where, you know, some kind of just thought a little more systematically. Okay. Well, when that, when that book is ready, let us know and we will let our, uh, our audience know. It sounds like a wonderful book. Well, we yeah. Have time I mean, the for... book itself is ready. Yeah. It's just a play. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have time for one last song, and I want to play uh, Kulas for one minute here because this is so much fun. pulling over to the side of the road and talking to us on your cell phone today. In the middle of the mountain, which is... I know. So much for um, having me. Thank you, thank you. Uh, where, should, where should people go to get the album? Uh, it's on Amazon. It's on uh, Spotify. Uh, we appreciate when people buy the album as opposed to just listen on Spotify. But, you know, by all means, listen away okay. if you would like. All right, that's uh, Julia del Palacio of the band Radio Horocho and Radio Horocho with uh, uh, Zenin Zaffarino. Get the new album and uh, RSVP for their tour dates if they're going to be in your city. And we're going to leave you with a little bit of their uh, music right now. I said that was uh, Julia del Palacio of Radio Jarocho and Zanine Zeparino. Um, we are all ready to go with our next guest, the Marias. So don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. But very quickly, let me remind everybody that if you are in Southern California or Arizona, there's a fabulous vacation waiting for you. Only a half a day's drive in San Felipe on the Mex- on Mexico Sea of Cortez. Find out all about it. Go to mysanfelipevacation.com. That's the place to get all your reservations. And if you mention us or if you use the uh, discount code MFLA5, you'll get a 5% discount. That's mysanfelipevacation.com. Well, I saw our next guest for the first time a couple of weeks ago at an outdoor concert at MOCA here in Los Angeles. 
I was sold. Right? The Maria stole my heart. And apparently they've stolen the hearts of, of everybody at the packed venue and lots of other people around the world. The band is only two years old, but they are everywhere and they work as hard as any group of artists I've ever known. Now, the concept of the Marias came from L.A. native uh, Josh Conway and Puerto Rican-born Atlanta-raised uh, Maria, who met by chance in Los Angeles. That meeting has resulted in a music that truly fuses jazz percussion, guitar riffs, and smoky sensual vocals into kind of a nostalgic funk sensual sonic environment that they produce on stage and in their recordings. They have supreme skill and total precision in their music. And Maria's sort of has a breakfast at Tiffany's voice with a little more sex in, in it. They create dance and love melodies that are hypnotic and addictive. And the only thing better than their music is the creators themselves. And here they are, Maria and Josh. Welcome to Music Friday Live. Hello. Thank you so much for having us and for your kind words. <laughs> Josh, hi. I see you just came on. Hi. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, it's going yeah, well. I got disconnected there for a second, yeah. but uh, we're all good now. Well, uh, let me say to both of you that I was blown away when I saw you and I heard you and I met you after the show. Um, and that was the first time I'd ever seen you. And uh, I was hap- I happily lived through the 70s. So y- so you two kind of brought back memories. Um, uh, now, what was the specific impetus to the music that you create, this kind of nostalgic love, melody, sensual music? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, just the fact that Josh and I are in a relationship, you know, I think that brings a different level of romance into the music that we create together. All of the songs, you know, him and I write together. And we also, you know, write and produce just in our apartment and our living room. So, you know, I think that just has, um, I think it, it adds a level of, like, honesty and within the music itself um, just because we're able to, to write kind of however we feel in that instant uh, moment. So, and what, and whenever we feel. Yeah. <laughs> and that must be kind of neat to say, I've got an idea. Let's go to the living room and, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. and, and lay it oh, down. I've got an idea. Get out of bed. okay well a a lot of people must like what you do because uh those those ideas of yours because the the level of success that you've enjoyed in less than two years is phenomenal Uh, you've been to south by southwest you have hundreds of videos up on youtube you played across the country you released super clean volume one i understand volume two is on the way um Mm -hmm. For a band that produces such relaxed music, you guys work really hard. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we, I don't have to tell you that, right? Um, well, speaking of, of uh, working really hard, have you also been working on Super Clean Volume 2? Is that going to be released this year? Yeah, we are sure. uh, we're currently working on that right now. Um, we're... Uh, we're well underway, and it'll definitely be released before the end of the year. Okay, yep, it's, sure. it's it's in it's uh, in the living room, huh? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I want to give um, our uh, an audience kind of a uh, a sample of why you are so successful, and why I am contemplating getting a Maria Bob oh. myself for my next haircut. <laughs> this is. Uh, <laughs> Dahate uh, Yavar, and I believe this is the first song you wrote together. Here we go. Yes.
kind of creates a memory. Maybe it's my memory. Maybe it's your memory. Maybe it's somebody else's memory. But it it it, it gives you that feeling. Dejate llevar, besarte y nos soltarte. Yo te puedo amar, vienes y te vas, vienes y te vas, no te voy a cambiar. Let yourself go. I kiss you and not let go. I can love you. You come and you go, you come and you go, and I'm not going to change you. Um, Those words are kind of resigned and sepia-toned at the same time, but the video is sort of a 70s pool party. Um, (laughs) What's the connection? Um, I think, you know, the song for us is just, it's, it's romantic, but it's also, it's also fun and like upbeat. So with the video, we kind of just wanted to, you know, to show people kind of who, who we were a little bit more, um, just kind of having fun in the neighborhood, um, with friends and stuff. So I think, uh, yeah, it's just a fun song, so we just wanted to to show that to in make the a video. Fun video, yeah, and have yeah. fun doing it. Um, that's one mm-hmm. of two Spanish songs on the EP, and, and I love it that that you are fluidly bilingual, much more than me. Obviously, you could tell from the way I pronounce <laughs> things. the uh, The crowd <laughs> I saw at Moco was mostly uh, mm-hmm. Latinx, but your aesthetic and and your songs uh, in Eng- are kind of are very English, very kind of slick almost 1940s New York in some ways. Um, have you created a, a crossover or, or a blended fan base by doing this? Um, I, I think I so. Think that's, yeah, I think that's, that's uh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, you know, uh, that's, that's definitely one of the goals is to, to, blend a fan base like that and um yeah marie what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say i think it you know it it obviously happens um naturally i think you know the latinx community feels connected uh to the music because it's in english and because it's in spanish i know that personally i feel really connected to an artist when you know when they sing in, in both because that's just you know who i am so I think, you know, they, they feel connected to it for the same reason. And, um, and just kind of, you know, it's like, Oh, like she, she understands like what it's, what it's like to live this sort of dual uh, culture in this country right now. So I think, um, I think they, they really feel connected to, to that. And, um, and then, you know, in, in Los Angeles, uh, you know, that I feel like that, that market is, it's bigger than elsewhere in the country. So it's, it's just really cool. Like seeing everybody come out and, and even, you know, the non-Latinx community um, that they're embracing like the Spanish songs, you know, and the English songs as well. But I think um, it's really cool when, when we're able to sort of cross cultures um, in that way. For our and also audience. Seeing, go ahead. Go ahead Josh. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say seeing, seeing non, seeing not Latin people, Sing in Spanish when they don't speak it at all is also yeah. heartwarming. <laughs> yeah, we were we were just um, we were just in Indonesia playing a festival, and there were some girls like there in the front. We were singing Bastaya, and they were mouthing pretty much like all of the words, but but you know they didn't speak any you know a lick of Spanish, but they were you know they were sort of singing along to to the song and we've gotten, you know, fan emails across, you know, across the world of people who don't speak Spanish, but they feel really connected to the songs on, on a, you know, just on a different level. So it's just really cool. But, yeah, that is really cool. And um, Bahasa Indonesia um, actually has a, is a little bit like Spanish because you do roll your R's in, uh, in Bahasa. For my um, uh, audience not in Los Angeles, uh, what she's talking about here is that L.A. is the second largest Spanish-speaking city in the world, uh, Mexico City being the largest. And it's not unusual for people to be bilingual here, uh, both uh, um, Espanol, uh, both Lat- Latinos, uh, actually we say Latin X, which is both Latino and Latina, doesn't have a gender to it. So um, that that's what that's what she meant when she's talking about the uh, 
the big the big market here. It certainly is. Now, Josh, um, I have read that Maria calls you the front man from behind the scenes. Now, you play the drums, which <laughs> is usually somebody in the back in the dark, but um, you're also the producer. So, um, are you really the front man behind the scenes? You kind of call the shots. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say front man or call the shots. Uh, but I do, um, engineer Marie and I produce together. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a joint effort on that, on, on the production side. Um, but I would say that there's, there's some, some leadership going on, on my part, uh, just from basically in a, in a very musical, from a musical standpoint, we both lead the group, but, uh, Maria's, Maria's honestly much better at it than I am. Um, I just, (laughs) I just get, I I just get, uh, very, um, detailed about how certain things should sound. And, uh, when it comes to music, I definitely, um, have a lot of ideas that I like to share with, with everyone. Okay. All right. I understand you also have a little film scoring in your toolkit. Um, and uh, I want to play a song that I am told was originally pitched for a film score and is now on Super Clean. This is the song. I like it. Remember the the film that you were pitching that uh, song for? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. The pitch was for the pitch was for um, a scene at a casino, and yeah. <laughs> so we just tried to envision like you know uh, a very attractive like woman walking through a casino, like kind of what song would be playing at that moment, um, and that's where I like it. Came. Sounds like a winner to me. Let me remind our audience, we are talking with Josh Conklin and Maria of the Marias, and you can talk with them, too. You can, oh, wow, we've already got some emails here. Uh, you, can, you can call them, uh, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. Some of you already have, but uh, uh, that's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Why don't we get, go to some of these emails here? Um, oh. Ramsey's in Hollywood. Wants to know, have uh, this is for Maria. Have you always had such a hot voice? Did you sing in choir or high school? <laughs> Hi, Ramsey. Um, I did sing in choir, um, but I never really thought that I had like a, a good voice. I I enjoyed singing. I took um, a few singing lessons when I was little and did a recital and sang like a Nora Jones song. I really loved Nora Jones like growing up. Um, and I think she has a really just sexy, smoky voice. But I never thought that I had a great voice. Um, and until, like, my family was like, oh, like, you know, you should sing a little bit more often. And then I was like, oh, well, it's just because it's my family. And then, you know, my friends were like, oh, no, you should sing more. And then I was like, oh, it's just because it's my friends. 
and then I played, you know, just a little open mic and, and, um, and people that I didn't know said that they enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> well, so. good for you. I'm glad you did. Um, Elena in Los Angeles uh, writes, I saw you at MoCA. I should have stayed for a selfie. Uh, when is your next gig in Los Angeles? Hello, Elena. Um, Josh, you want to? Yeah. Hi, Elena. Uh, our next gig is August 9th, and it's going to be at the Skirball Center. We're, uh, we're two for two on LA Museums. <laughs> okay. All it's right. free. And, and, well, the uh, for for our out of uh, not in Los Angeles audience, the Skirball Center is a um, uh, a major a Jewish cultural center and museum with a great venue. I have seen lots of uh, bands there, so congratulations on that one. Um, Raina in uh, New York City says the video of you that. Music Friday posted reminds me of old movies of New York Cuban nightclubs. I guess referring <laughs> to your costume. Do you ever watch old movies of Cuban nightclubs in New York City? Um, I I don't. I mean, maybe I have, but none that I can recall at the moment. Um, my dad did uh, move to New York in the seventies. And he definitely went to nightclubs and knows how to dance salsa better than my mom. And she's from Puerto Rico. But it's like in, in, in my blood from what he experienced. I don't know. Um, Guadalupe in Los Angeles. Um, will you be doing more songs in Spanish? I love Basta Ya. Oh, thank you. Hi, Guadalupe. Uh, yes, we will definitely be doing uh, more songs in Spanish for, for volume two. I don't think we'll ever not do songs in Spanish. Um, I think we'll always do and, you know, write them in, in, in both languages. Cause that's, uh, that's, that's who I am. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, tell you, you know, I, uh, I mentioned earlier that you're a hardworking band and, and you just talked about the Skirball concert you have coming up and I'm going to try to make that. Uh, um, oh. and, I noticed that you guys are actually um, going to be on tour and you're on stage in September in San Francisco for two nights with Cafe Tacuba at the independent. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a huge show. I bet you're excited about it. Yes. We're all super excited. And I think it's five nights at the independent, right, Josh? Is it five? Yeah. Yeah. Five, yeah, five, five nights. Oh. Very wow. excited. Wow. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, um, I want to play a song. I don't know if you're going to play this uh, at the independent, but I, we're going to play it here. And it's a song that has kind of percolated with me since I heard it. And this is a song called only in my dreams. dreams i'll tell you uh, the, the uh, i love that song and and uh, you managed to in in the video you managed to change locations from sun from beach to snow and and keep the same feel and style and everything you do because you guys are very meticulous about your style and you're very detail oriented i really appreciate your consistency do you have a consistency uh, director in the band yeah maria I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> you, okay all right well Definitely we are maria I have one more song I want to play. Uh, I don't know you. And there's some lyrics in here. I want people to pay attention. There's a weight in my bed where you laid your, where you laid and you said, I don't know you. That is such powerful poetry. Now here's the song. 
songs out this year we're almost out of time so real quick tell people where they can get your music and where they can follow your tour yeah um all of our tour dates are on our website it's the marias.us and uh, they can listen to our music anywhere uh, they like listening uh apple music spotify itunes um soundcloud (laughs) soundcloud yeah pretty much anywhere um, and our Instagram's at the mp 3 We always list our tour dates and, and all of our uh, happenings on there. And, uh, yeah, same with it. And okay. let me remind our audience that while you're on their website, go to the merch page. <laughs> they have some wonderful oh. things on the merch page, all right, <laughs> including you. a choker. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Very high fashion. Do you, also, you design clothes also, Maria? Yeah. Yes, um, I designed them with uh, with a friend of mine here in, in LA. Her name's Shelly Arion, and um, we're actually meeting up um, this week to uh, talk about some designs for the upcoming tour. So, yeah. Okay. Hi. Well, uh, I noticed that about three fourths of what's on your merch site is sold out. So, restock it yeah. quick, and yeah. all right. And maybe I'll even get myself one of those wonderful T-shirts. Well, we do have to go, unfortunately, so we can't talk about the dog that I see in some of your videos and things like that. <laughs> but um, we will have you back on, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so guys. much. No. Pardon me? I said thank you for listening to all the listeners out there. Oh, of course. That's um, Maria... And Josh Conklin of The Marias, follow them at www.themarias.us. And if they're in your city, go see them live. Okay, go see them live. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyberstation USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates, and the Artist Echoes Network in the United Kingdom, which course you'll be hearing us tomorrow because it's tomorrow well you know like our facebook page follow our twitter feeds get real-time updates on our guests our producer is lars christensen our program director is jason bartlebin our intern is no longer angeline serrano bye angeline she's got her own radio show now though so congratulations download this and other music friday programs at blogtalkradio.com or on itunes Tune in next week. We're going to talk with Halo Circus. Allison Arrieta and Matthew Hager are going to be with, with us after their blowout 30-city tour, an album that has three nominations by the L.A. Music Critic, and I think, I hope, a spot with the Grammys. Check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we'll update you on the guests. Have a great musical weekend, and here's some more of I Don't Know You. Mm-hmm.